Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Friday episode of Flippin' Bats, where we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today, which includes one of my favorite segments, things that make you go, hmm. We also have top five postseason sleeper teams. We have Immaculate Grid. We have Tale of the Tape. A lot of good stuff coming at you today. Let's get to it. the track at the wall it's gone home run turns on a ball deep right field and gone what a game what a moment happy friday my friends i am joined by alex curry and hi, alex ben. what i just said hi ben oh i thought you said again i was no. like yes again alex is here gosh darn it again <laughs> every day here we go again uh yeah it's friday we're here you got any big weekend plans um lots of sports I got, yeah, football, baseball, radio show, our show. It's that time of year where it's, you have a date with your couch majority of days yeah. over the weekend. Yeah. Yep. You don't want to miss anything. Yep. But That's I like fair. that. It's fun. A lot, of, a lot of baseball, a lot of football, golf at some point. Me. Not, it's not on. Yeah, yeah. I'll no, go. I know. Okay. I know. That's, yeah. that's, that's who Standard. you are. Yeah. It's who you are. <laughs> but that's okay. But let's get into, you mentioned off the top of the show, we are just weeks away now from the postseason, yeah. which is crazy to think about and say. And there's some pretty good wild card races, a couple division races that are going to come down to these final weeks. So we're going to talk about the top five postseason sleepers. We're going to go through five to one that you think could get in, might get in. No, not don't in sleep the playoffs. It's like could do damage when could they are Could do in. damage when they're in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, don't sleep on them when don't they're in the playoffs. Don't sleep on Okay. So these might not all end up making the playoffs. Yeah. I doubt there probably will be one that misses. But definitely, if they get in, these are the sleepers to watch. Okay, well, let's start with number five. We talked about them a lot yesterday. They've been dealing with a lot of unfortunate injuries, but kind of picking up and going back on a little bit of a hot streak the Texas Rangers. Yeah, the Rangers are now they're they're in trouble without Max. Yes, but that offense is is really good. And if Nate Evaldi can be an ace of a staff kind of guy and yeah. throwing a hundred in the postseason with nasty off speed stuff, and I just think this team with the offense they have built, Simeon and Seager at the top of that lineup, uh, hopefully getting Josh Young, and I just think if they get in. With those superstars, mm -hmm. Max really hurts. That does it hurt. It does. But Jordan Montgomery been throwing well. Nadia Valdi, can he be good? Watch out for the Rangers if they get in. And they're currently in that second wild card spot. And I think the AOS is going to be a division that kind of comes down to that final, final couple weeks of the season. Yep. Let's move on to number four. Now, this was a team that had a really hot start to the beginning of the season, kind of went through a lull, and now they're back up playing good baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays. I just think a lot of people sleeping on the Rays. Well, yeah. 
They were great and then not. Right. And they also haven't ever really, besides that 2020 season, they haven't ever really been able to, they're a great regular season team Mm -hmm. and have struggled in the playoffs. And I think, I just think they're, I think people would be surprised if you look up and see how close they are to leading the AL East Yeah, when the Orioles have been talked about all year long. Uh, yes, they've had injury after injury after injury to the starting rotation. And mm-hmm. yes, they've lost some star players throughout the year. And you look up and they're still putting up wins. This is a team that is able to pitch. They do all the things, all the little things the right way. And it's a team you don't want to play in the postseason. All right, let's move to number three. Now, this is a team right now on the outside looking into a wild card spot, the Blue Jays. Yes, the Blue Jays have, to me, I've talked a lot the last couple of weeks about the blueprint it takes to win in the postseason. Mm -hmm. Well, they have it. What do the Blue Jays have? They have really good rotation. They have stars in the offense. They have Vladdy Jr., who can be great. They have Bo Bichette. They have... A really good offense, George Springer, who's unbelievable in the postseason. Great offense, good stars there, and then a really dominant rotation and a good back into the bullpen closer. That's the blueprint. And if you can have two or three starters that you can trust to go out and get you wins in the postseason, you're going to be a problem. And I know the Blue Jays right now are kind of flip-flopping between that third and fourth spot. Yeah. But if they get in with... Kevin Gosman leading that rotation. Watch out. Well, our number two is just in above the Blue Jays in the wild card, the Mariners. Yes, this is a team that I've been talking about a lot. I really like them. They're not playing their best baseball currently in the month of September. But again, if they get in with a rotation of Luis Castillo, Logan Gilbert, and George Kirby and a bullpen that is just absolutely disgusting, Mm -hmm. and an offense that has Julio Rodriguez, and if they can get... Look, what's going to have to happen for this team? Because the offense, as of right now, isn't what it needs to be to win the World Series. But if you can have Julio, and if you can have somebody else step up and have a historically good postseason... You know, I look back on a lot of the runs. And and remember that Kike Hernandez in the playoffs yeah. for Boston when he just went absolutely nuts. Just having somebody step up other than Julio Rodriguez offensively and pair that with the dominant pitching. Mariners, I said it last week. I will say it again. It would not surprise me if the Mariners end up in the World Series. And this is when this time of year, especially the the last stretch and that beginning of the postseason, when good players become great. Yep. And they step up and they become those different makers. Now, our number one was kind of the sleeper last season, and they looked like they could be it again, the Phillies. They were the sleeper last year. They're seemingly a sleeper this year solely because they're so far back in the NL East, but yeah. they should not be. It should not surprise anyone if the Phillies do it again. Yep. Why? Well, because they might be even better than last year. Their offense is certainly better. Trey Turner has really turned it all around, has been great. Uh, The pitching, you need Aaron Nola to be what he was last year in the postseason. And that's a big ask. And that's my worry right now with this Phillies team. Is is Aaron Nola and Ranger Suarez going to be able to step up and be what they were in the postseason last year? Because that's the reason they got to the World mm-hmm. Series. Not because of the offense that's really good. Obviously, that helps. 
But it was the pitching. Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, Ranger Suarez, you look up at the end of the day, and all three of them were dominating in the postseason. They're going to need it again. They still have them all. Craig Kimbrell's been good at the back end of the bullpen. Dominant offense. It should not surprise anybody, Alex, if this team can get back to the World Series. Now, it's just a hard pass. But it's also... It's also kind of the perfect timing, right? Because they're once again not first in the division, but they're fighting to get into that wild card spot, which is that energy and that fight that you need towards the end of the season, that you carry that into the playoffs, that kind of give you that extra spark. And now you have a healthy Bryce Harper, a Trey Turner that's finally turned his season around. And as you mentioned, if their pitcher can step up, this is going to be a team that's hard to stop. Yeah, it's just the National League is a harder path. You got You got the Braves and the Dodgers that are both going to be uh, really good. So that's the harder path to go yep. through in the National League. But if anybody can do it, Phillies. It's the Phillies. And that's why they are the only National League team on mm-hmm. this list for me that has the potential to take down either the Braves or the Dodgers. So I go Rangers, Rays, Blue Jays, Mariners, Phillies as my top five postseason sleepers. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, it's time for Ben's favorite game, and I think the baseball world's favorite game, Immaculate Grid. Ben's going to have 90 seconds to guess nine players. He has gone immaculate twice now. Can he beat his record of getting nine players in 42 seconds? Only time will tell. Let's get the grid up on the board. We're going to start out by telling you what he's working with here. Then we're going to get 90 seconds on the clock. What do we have? Okay, on the top, we have Tampa Bay, Gold Glove, Hall of Fame. Down the left, you have the Rangers, the Orioles, and San Diego. Are you ready? Let's get 90 seconds on the clock. Go, Ben. All right, so the two accolades, Gold Glove and Hall of Fame. I'll start with those. Uh, Rangers, Gold Glove, uh, Adrian Beltre, and Hall of Fame, uh, Yvonne Rodriguez. Orioles, Gold Glove, Brooks Robinson. Hall of Fame, Cal Ripken Jr. San Diego, uh, Tony Gwynn for Gold Glove. Uh, Hall of Fame, uh, Greg Maddox, Padre legend. Uh, Rangers, Rays. Okay. Rangers, Rays. Rangers, Rays. Uh, Nelson Cruz. Orioles, Rays. Oh, God. 45 seconds. Oh, God. Uh, Padres raise. Uh, Blake Snell. Orioles raise. Okay, give me a second. You got 37 seconds to get one player. Brett Phillips. Let's go. Hey. My guy, Brett Phillips. With 25 for the win. seconds to spare. Let's go. You're Woo! doing you're doing good under pressure. Yeah? Feeling good? How many what was Brett Phillips' percentage? Eight. Okay, not super low. That was pretty good. No, that's great. Wow. What nice an job. Immac- Your lowest was 
Greg Maddox was 4% with yeah. the Hall of Fame Padres. Padres. Greg Maddox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, man. What an immaculate grid. Good work. Thank good you. Work. Good now work. Now let's move on to things that make Whew. you go, hmm. Because we got a lot of good stuff this week. A lot. A lot. A lot of funny things happen. A lot of weird things happen that made you go, hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's get started with Zach Wheeler. <laughs> Zach Wheeler saying, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, the whole Ronald Acuna situation and the Phillies manager, Rob Thompson, and then Zach Wheeler, it all got a little, it's a little chippy. We might Spicy. be in store for a great NLDS matchup if I we get it. it. But when Wheeler was discussing the homer, uh, the homers he allowed to Olsen and Ozuna, he then said, and then I just hung the curveball to, uh, what's his name? Acuna? You know who he is. Of course he knows. You know who he is. It's like the guy, do you watch Hard Knocks? Yeah. Did you watch this year? I'm not fully caught up. It's it's like the, it was like the first preseason game. Somebody like went after Aaron Rodgers and he was like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah, you do. And the other guy was like, I don't even know who you are. And it's like, okay, (laughs) come on. You do. You absolutely do. That's like someone saying, have a nice game. And you go, you You do. have a nice game. (laughs) Shoot. You're not playing Enjoy the movie. You too. You too. Yikes. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on, come on. I mean, I get it. You're frustrated. He gave up the Homer. You're frustrated. He danced around the bases and flapped his wings <laughs> and had fun. Cause every week, nobody likes it. fun. It was your fault. Just, yeah. You know who he is. Yeah. He's going to win the MVP. Yes. You game plan for him. Every single time you take the mound, yeah. he's the guy you circle. Yep. You know who he is. Yep. Nobody's believing that uh, nobody's I, it was, believing it was some know. spicy fun. Yeah. I'm here for it. I am. He, I am. As here you, as it. you mentioned, it's going to make like a great rivalry series if yeah. it happens. And I also imagine this isn't like shade to Zach Wheeler. I imagine this was heavy, like just you guys know I'm throwing shade. Yeah. Here's the shade. Yep. What was his name? Acuna. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here for it. Yep. All right. Our next things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> Sounds a little nicer. Uh Pete Crow Armstrong's moment with his mom. This is just an awesome story. Yeah. So Pete Crow Armstrong's mom, Ashley Crow, Mm -hmm. was an actress in the movie Little Big League, where she played, she she is the mom from Little Big League. And now, almost 30 years later, she is the mom to an actual big leaguer in real life, Pete Crow Armstrong, the number one Cubs prospect. And then, uh, right, there she is, and there he is at the debut, and the hug in the stands, and just a really cool moment. The whole story's awesome with the with the actress and and, yeah. and him. And he was on. I think he said he was on like on set. No, he's not thirty. Never mind. He was talking about the situation. <laughs> he wasn't alive yeah, yeah, yet, yeah. so he was not on set. But he was talking about it the other day of how she she was in that movie and his dad was acting, doing some acting as well. And uh, yeah, just to play the mom and and and. and in an iconic baseball movie yeah. and then be an actual mom of a top prospect 30 years later. Really cool. Pretty cool. All right. On to our next things that make you go. Hmm. Can Brian Hayes tweeting about umpires? This just pisses me off. Not the tweet, not the tweet. Yeah. I've been so fired up about umpires this year and the egos that I think get involved at times. And just a little bit. I just don't think there's any accountability. And then Kebrian Hayes tweeted out this. Some umpires really don't care. A 3-1 call, not even close. 
I hold him accountable after the game walking off the field and his response is, well, I gave you a chance to hit a home run. That tells me you don't care at all. No accountability. Bring the ABS, please, which is the the challenge system. Um, mm. Completely agree. And that that in a nutshell is the problem. It's not missing a call. That stuff happens. But there's no accountability. So these umpires feel like they can make a joke out of people's careers. Yeah. It's a 3-1 count. He walks. Mm-hmm. Right? That It was a ball. It's called a strike. He brings it up later and the umpire just laughs it off like, well, well, I gave you a chance to hit a homer at least. No, that's not how this sport works. There is a plate there that we know how wide it is and we know when a ball is off the plate and you need to do your job and know when it's off the plate as well. And when you don't do your job and you get held accountable, well, you never get held accountable. So this is the problem. When somebody does finally hold you accountable that you don't expect, the player that you did it to, then you just make a joke out of it and essentially a joke out of their career by saying, well, I gave you a chance to hit a homer. No, you took away a chance for me to get on base and raise my on-base percentage and my walk percentage and everything that I work for, and now you're just making a joke of it. Good for Brian Hayes to tweet this out. Really, really good for him. I love that he was doing this because, again, there is no accountability. And I I understand... The problem, and a lot of people might say, like, there's so many umpires that are so bad. Why can't you just fire them? The umpire union is so strong, and there is a lot going on there that it's not just easy to say, you, you're fired. Poor performance. You're fired. No. But the problem is there's just no accountability. If they do something, if they get an ego involved, if they throw out a manager and they may have been incorrect or they make a bad call and a player calls them out, They do not have to stand up at a podium and answer questions or stand in their locker room and answer questions because nobody's allowed in their locker room. You can't answer. They can't answer any questions. They can blow a game. They can blow a call and walk right out the stadium and go to dinner and have some drinks and have a lot of fun and not have to worry about, well, we might've just really messed up Brian Hayes. And, and I feel, you know, I, I feel bad for him. Nope. None of that pisses me off. Good for him for tweeting this. Yeah. Well, from a, a big ego, to, I think, a crushed ego. This leads us to our next things that make you go, hmm. Alec Manoa never reported for his latest AAA assignment. I I don't even know where to begin. With he is dealing with some tough mental stuff right now. I mean, Alec Manoa, Cy Young contender last year, obviously really bad start to this year, gets sent down to rookie ball, then up to AAA, then back to the big leagues. And then he was again, uh, optioned down to AAA, but he never reported to AAA when he was optioned on August 11th, because he was upset about the decision. Manoa reportedly has not even been throwing bullpens or side sessions. It's unlikely he'll pitch in a game again this year. He needs some serious help. Yikes. Like, whether it's like a mentor, a mental coach, someone to kind of get his mind right. Because when you hear something like this, obviously he's crushed. We, you can see that when we saw that when he was actually on the mound underperforming this season. But then to go up and down like he did going to rookie ball, like obviously that takes a, takes a hit to your, your ego and your confidence, your mentals, your mentals, all of your mentals. And when this is your job, 
and you're a professional, you should do everything in your power to surround yourself with things to help you get back to where you need to be. He needs support. There are so many players that are outspoken about needing to go talk to somebody or yep. going to a sports psychiatrist. John Smoltz himself, when he yeah. got that injury and was, was transitioning to the bullpen and was struggling with everything, he went and talked to somebody to, to help himself and get yeah. him back in the right mindset. And yeah, it just feels like Alec Manoa this year uh, got uh, was getting roughed up in the big leagues and it got to him mentally. And then he just let it snowball and is now... It's a bad luck. This isn't the way to handle it. It's a bad this luck. This isn't. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what's to come. I, you know, it's not professional. It, they said he might not pitch again this year. I don't know if he's going to pitch for the Blue Jays again. I don't. I don't see it happening after something like this. This yeah. is a childish, immature move, and you're showing. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's not good. That's all I got. All right, let's move on to our next things that make you go. Hmm. <laughs> Baker Mayfield's comments on stealing signals. I'm a Rangers fan, not an Astros fan. Yeah, what, what he was asked about stealing there's people thought he was picking up signs from the yeah. Vikings defense and they asked him about it post game like were you getting their signs? Did you know it was what they were bringing at you and he said I'm a Texas Rangers fan, not a Houston Astros fan, to which I'd say I'm sorry you're so used to losing and not winning. <laughs> I just think it's funny that like the signal stealing is just now it is Astros, like yeah, it'll, it'll across any sport, bit. that's just what it's always going to be. Astros are trash cans. Unnecessary, unnecessary. Yeah. Actually, I, I think Baker brings a lot of fun to the game. He does. So I'm just, I no I knew you were going to be. Towards, I knew you were going to be heard about this. One. No animosity towards him when I say it. Just seems like he Rangers fan, not an Astros. I'm sorry about that. I am sorry that you are used to losing and not winning. That he wasn't a cheater. That's cool. All right, let's move on to our next things that make you go. Alex always feels the need to add in one (laughs) last jab and then move on because she does the transitions when she knows damn well that there was a lot going on in the game of baseball and just refuses to admit it. Where are the receipts? Uh, Also, I will continue to always do this because the year that it happened, they did it against my Dodgers in the World Series. But you don't do this with the Red Sox. There are receipts. Didn't affect me personally. How? It was Red Sox, Red Sox Dodgers World Series, and yeah. the Red Sox won the World Series, yeah. and they were cheating. And there's receipts. Uh, wasn't? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thank you. We also like don't bring it up, like it's not like in conversation. If we were talking you about it, bring different. it up. I do. Right. About the Astros. I don't. I know what was yeah. going on around. The and league. the Astros also like affected both of my teams because they're in the AL West when I was covering the Angels for 10 years. And oh, then obviously please. Artie Moreno Dodgers. affected the Angels. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's move on to our final things that make you go, hmm. The Phillies congratulated the Braves on their sixth straight NL East title. I don't. On the Jumbotron. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I don't. Look, it's because they're division rivals. I, I get like, for example, last year, when the Astros had wrapped up, they were all in. They knew where they were going to be playing. They knew what seed they were. The Phillies clinched a wild card spot on the last series of the year in Houston. And the Astros put up on their board, congrats on clinching a wild card spot. This is different, in my yeah. opinion. This is your rival doing it on your field, celebrating on your field. I don't like it. It's I don't weird. like it. Especially like the chirpy team like player comments that we're hearing managers, like everything, like act like you've been there before. What's his name? Like, obviously 
the team isn't a fan, but the scoreboard person decided they were. Right. While boos are raining down from your fans to that team and the players are like, giving it right back to him. Yeah. And then you put up on the score. Congrats, Braves. It's you were weird. the best team in our division. It's off brand for Phillies too. Like for just Philly fans and like Philly culture. I want to know what was being, I, I just envision there being like a battle in that room of like, put it, don't put it, don't put do it, it, don't put it. And then somebody's just like, I'm doing it. They shouldn't have done it. Could have been a, could have been a Braves fan that works for the Phillies. I'm just, just, you know, speculating. You're speculating that there's a Braves fan. Maybe. Secretly. Maybe. I mean, when like you a, work like for a, a team. Like a spy within the, within the Phillies organization. <laughs> or just like works for the Phillies and like grew up a Braves fan. Who knows? Okay. Who knows? That feels like a long shot, but we don't know the answer. Cool. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of it. I wouldn't have done that. That's what I would no, say. No, no, no. I, definitely I'm not. not. Definitely not. That was a fun series. And we have another fun series Coming up this weekend, it is our tale of the tape. We got Dodgers at Mariners. Now, both these teams are going through a little bit of a rough patch right now after a very strong August. Both Dodgers and Mariners have only won one series each in September. Dodgers are in a little better place than the Mariners right now, but I think this is going to be a fun one. We're going to go through, Ben and I are going to pick who has a better offense, defense, managers, starting rotation, and the bullpen, and ultimately who we think is going to win the series this weekend. Okay. So, Ben, we're going to get started with you. Which offense are you taking? Uh, the Dodgers. Yeah. Hey, Mookie, Freddie. Yeah. Uh, this one, to me, is, isn't close. I don't think there's anybody on the planet. Maybe maybe a Mariners fan. No, Mariners fans would say Dodgers as well. They know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Julio would say he has to. Us. He has to. It's me. It's me versus Um, them. But yeah, it's the Dodgers. Yeah. I also have the Dodgers. They are one of the best offenses in baseball. They are top three in almost every offensive category. And as you mentioned, I'll always bet on Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman when they're healthy, when they're playing well. All right, let's move to defense. Who you got? Uh, Mariners. Uh, Julio out in center field has taken leaps and bounds forward to becoming a really, really good defensive center fielder. And he deserves a ton of credit there. JP Crawford, gold Glover at, at shortstop, fantastic defense there. Uh, yeah, I just, I really like the, the, um, the Mariners defense. Um, so yeah, I look forward to hearing you bring out the numbers and yep. probably take the Dodgers. Would be Definitely. I am taking the Dodgers defense. I, I, We've talked about this almost every time we've had the Dodgers in this category. When you have a guy like Mookie Betts who can plug and play in multiple positions, Huge. guy like Freddie who is just having a MVP style season, but numbers wise, Dodgers have better numbers. They have better fielding percentage, better ultimate zone runs saved, better runs saved by fielding range, and fewer errors committed. So I am going with the Dodgers. Okay. I noticed Let's- you didn't say the defensive rating which for the Dodgers yep. is minus 4.9 and 20th okay. in baseball. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus on the positives here. And the here. Mariners defensive rating is 11.5, which is the eighth best in baseball. I might not cool. use the numbers until I need to use uh-huh. them, but I know them. Uh-huh. I know them. Yeah, sure. I'll take the Mariners. Let's go to managers. Okay. Uh, I went with Dave Roberts here mm-hmm. and the, the Dodgers. He, he, look, you can't argue with the regular season success over the yeah. past decade. And is there... In my opinion, 
some room to for improvement when it comes to his playoff managing. Yes. Sure. But Scott's like he's getting there every year. Yeah. Um, and Scott Service just got there last year. And so to to me, I, I like Scott Service, but it's like, let me see you in the playoffs. You gotta prove it. Let me let me see you. Let me let me see it. And whether I think Dave Roberts pushes the right buttons in October or pushes the emergency button too often, doesn't really matter. He's there. And I, you know, and, and there's something to be said about the way he gets his team there year in and year out. Yeah. I also took Dave Roberts, Dodgers, World Series champ, manager of the year. And he's won the National League, ev- National League West every year, but one that he's been the manager of the Dodgers about to add another one this season. So going with Dodgers. Let's move to starters. Who you got? Mariners. Uh, I, I think the Mariners have one of the best rotations in baseball. Luis Castillo is one of the best pitchers in baseball. Logan Gilbert is fantastic. George Kirby has been so good all year long. This is why I say if the Mariners can get into the playoffs, they are going to be a problem. And it is because of the top three in their rotation that I would put up against pretty much anybody in the game of baseball. And uh, yeah, that's why I went Mariners. So I had that until I looked at the probable matchups and I went Dodgers starters. Um, I do believe all around the Mariners have a stronger starting rotation, but again, I'm going for this series. I'm going for this matchup Friday. We have Bobby Miller against George Kirby. Uh, Miller's just been better. His last handful of games, Kirby obviously had that interesting situations with his comments last weekend. Mentally, I think that can kind of take a hit on someone. But he's been good. He's been good. Not bad. Um, but I'll, I'll take Miller in that matchup. Saturday, you got Clayton Kershaw against Bryce Miller. I'm going to take Kershaw. Why? What's pro- Kershaw's been hurt. He hasn't been pitching. He's been struggling when he not getting deep into games. I, I over, over the course of a career, Kershaw is yep. all time great, but in a, in a first start back and yep. Something to prove. <laughs> Something to prove. I mean, there's always an angle you can find, yep. but Thank y- you. sure. <laughs> yep. Sunday, though, it's TBD for the Dodgers against Logan Gilbert, and I'm going to take Logan Gilbert no matter who he faces there. So that's that's the Mariners. Yeah. Yeah. Two okay. or three. Okay. Stand okay. strong with your team. That's what yeah, you do. I just, I, I, look, I, I don't. It's all right. Let's Mariners go to, let's go to bullpen. Mariners. Yeah. Mariners have a fantastic bullpen. Andres Munoz in the back end. Um, Matt Brash just out there throwing a hundred with nasty off speed stuff. They're just a really good, they're a good bullpen despite mm-hmm. training away, uh, trading away Paul Seawall. They've been really, really good. And yeah, I went with them. I also went with the Mariners stronger, deeper bullpen, better ERA, they actually are tied with the same amount of saves, the better inherited run score percentage, fewer walks. Yeah, there's my one, my one Mariners take. Obviously, I'm taking the Dodgers this one? series. Good Lord. <laughs> taking the Dodgers this series. You taking the Mariners? What a homer. Yeah, thank you. Um, what I will say, I know I have three on the right side, is the Dodgers offense is exponentially better. Yeah. Like if I could put two of my faces over there, I would. <laughs> um so, screw it. I'll take the Mariners. Woo! Go Mariners, We're baby! Back. We're back. Uh, big series for them. Both Huge. Them, yeah. This is going to be a this is a big Mariners statement series for them. Yeah, uh, they clearly have the better rotation. 
So, you know, I, I feel good about it. <laughs> Light them up, Dodgers. Light them up. I do wish I do wish they had Luis Castillo going this year. Yeah. I, I just think I, I think Bobby Bobby Miller and uh what was the first match? George Kirby. Yeah, I think tonight I, I like I like them both. I know. Uh Kershaw, you can't you don't know. You can't count on you. You don't know, three, but I'm gonna might, bet on him. You might throw three innings. Who knows? I'm gonna bet on him. That's what you do when you believe in a team. Is it? Yeah. Because you wouldn't bet me a pinky finger for whoever No, wins we're doing tiny hands. Long. We're doing tiny hands. Uh, I will take the Mariners because I believe they get in and I believe they can do damage when they are in. And this is going to be a big series for it them. Is. If they want to get in, got to win two of three. Up in Seattle. Got to win two of three. In Seattle, right? Let's go Dodgers. It's in Seattle? Yeah. Weekend series, that place is going to be rocking. That's going to be a fun series for sure. And it was our tale of the tape. And that does it for our... Friday episode. Enjoy the weekend, everybody. We got Saturday with Smoltz coming tomorrow. Get it? Saturday. Saturday's tomorrow. So Saturday uh-huh. with Smoltz will be tomorrow. Uh, talk all about the Atlanta Braves and their downtime, their off time, and uh, how they should manage that. Also, George Kirby's comments, which uh, a really un- interesting conversation with John Smoltz there. And uh, remember, Wednesday was Jackson Holiday, a top prospect in the game of baseball, 19 years old, just hit his first AAA homer. Man, what a stud. Go back and listen to that one as well. But until then, enjoy the weekend, everybody. We will be back uh, tomorrow and then Monday. But thank you all for listening to this Friday episode of Flipping Bats. Make sure you follow, subscribe, wherever you listen to your podcast. And we're also on all social media including YouTube, where you can watch every single thing we do as well at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of you. But that does it for this Friday episode. Until tomorrow, my friends, this has been another episode of Flippin' Bats. Peace.